Welcome to Mexico Unexplained, where we will explore the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. This series presents information based partly on theory and conjecture. The podcaster's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the subjects we will examine. Here is your host, Robert Bito. Welcome, and muy bienvenidos to episode number 36 of Mexico Unexplained, where we examine the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. I'm your host, Robert Bito. On a Sunday in October of 2013, the small church dedicated to Nuestra Señora de la Asunción, Our Lady of the Ascension, held a special mass for the worried townsfolk of the sleepy seaside town of Chicxulú Puerto, located on the northern coast of the Yucatán. It was a very hot day, but the church was packed with parishioners searching for answers and comfort. Among the attendees was Alejandra, a gas station worker who had beheld a terrible sight just days before. A tall, clawed, hairy, growling creature crossed her path while she walked to work. Alejandra's encounter was tied to the many horrible deaths of chickens throughout the town and the surrounding area. Hundreds of chickens were found dismembered and half-eaten, with feathers and parts strewn about large areas. Soon after Alejandra's sighting, and a few other brief sightings about the town, the people in the town had collectively come to the conclusion that the strange creature lurking in their area and destroying their poultry stock was a demonic nawal. The modern Mexican folklore idea of a Nawal, a cryptid on par with Bigfoot or the Chupacabra, has generated recent interest from cryptozoologists, or those who study unknown animals, and is much different from the Nawal of old. The concept of the Nawal has seemed to shapeshift with the times, and has been used to describe any number of hideous, evil creatures spotted throughout Mexico's backcountry and mostly relegated to the darker hours of the day. There are a few common threads in the modern Nawal story. It is big and hairy, makes growling or howling noises, and has the snout of a dog or sometimes the face of a cat. The Nawal is blamed for disappearances of animals or people and destruction of property. Today's version of the Nawal is not what we see in the historical record. Some claim that the Codex Borgia, a pre-Hispanic pictographic bark book, features Nawales on page 22. The Codex, which is essentially a calendar book created by Aztec scribes and used for purposes of divination, contains no written language, so there is no explanation of the figures claimed to be Nawals on the pages of the illustration. Most likely, the claim of modern-day analysts that these images are of shapeshifters is not an accurate one. The word Nawal is definitely pre-Columbian in origin. In the various languages in Mesoamerica, that word and similar words from the same stem or root mean different things. For example, in Nahuatl, 
the language of the Aztecs, there is the word Nawali, which means sorcerer, magician, or enchanter, and the word Nawayotl, magic, enchantment, or witchcraft. In the Quiche Maya language, we have Nawal, a witch or sorcerer, and the word Nawalin, which means to tell fortunes or to predict the future. In the Tzental language, spoken in the Mexican state of Chiapas, there are similar words having to do with wisdom and memory. Uh, Nauguel is a wise man. The word is related to two other words, Naogi, art, science, and Naogibal, memory. Yet another set of examples of similar words are found in the Zapotec language of Oaxaca. We have Nayani'i, which loosely translates to the superior reason of man. We have Nayani'i, which loosely translates to the superior reason of man. There are also two other similar words, Naya'a and Nagui'i, which means superior or powerful man. Although these words have existed in their respective languages for millennia, one researcher in the 1950s named Gustavo Correa has argued that the idea of the Nawal and the mystical practices surrounding the Nawal called Nawalism were wholly imported from Europe and did not exist before the arrival of the Spanish. In his work titled El Espíritu del Mal en Guatemala, the author compared the idea of the Nawal to the werewolves of medieval Europe and claims that because the Nawal is so close to its European counterpart, that it must have come to the Americas centuries ago with Spanish colonization as part of European folklore. Others counter Correa's claims by citing evidence in stone of shape-shifting creatures, notably the were-jaguar figurines of the Olmecs dating back over 2,000 years, and the more recent pre-Hispanic stone monuments of the Zapotec which show people turning into animals. The first mentioning of a Nawal or Nawalism by Europeans occurred in a 1530 writing by Antonio de Herrera called Historia de las Indias Occidentales. He was reporting specifically on the Maya. Translated from the Spanish, the author writes, quote, The devil was accustomed to deceive these natives by appearing to them in the form of a lion, tiger, coyote, lizard, snake, bird, or other animal. To these appearances, then, they apply the name Nawales, which is as much as to say guardians or companions. And when such an animal dies, so does the Indian to whom it was assigned. The way such an alliance was formed was thus. The Indian repaired to some very retired spot, and there appealed to the streams, rocks, and trees around him, and weeping, implored for himself the favors they had conferred on his ancestors. He then sacrificed a dog or fowl and drew blood from his tongue or his ears or other parts of his body and turned to sleep. Either in his dreams or half awake, 
he would see some one of these animals or birds above mentioned who would say to him, on such a day go hunting, and the first animal or bird you see will be my form, and I shall remain your companion and Nawal for all time. Thus their friendship became so close that when one died, so did the other, and without such a Nawal, the natives believe no one can become rich or powerful. In another colonial account, this time from a priest named Father Bernardino de Sagun, who was assigned to Aztec country, we see that the Nawal is not an animal at all, but a person. In his work, Historia de Nueva España, the priest writes, quote, The Nawali, or magician, is he who frightens men and sucks the blood of children during the night. He is well skilled in the practice of his trade. He knows all the arts of sorcery and employs them with cunning ability, but for the benefit of men only, not for their injury. Those who have recourse to such arts for evil intents injure the bodies of their victims, cause them to lose their reason, and smother them. These are the wicked men and necromancers. The church was very concerned in colonial times about the continuation of previous pagan religious practices, and fortunate for the modern-day researcher, there is a lot of material about Mesoamerican religious and folk belief practices documented by the clergy. In an instructional book for confessors written in the year 1600 for priests with a predominantly Indian congregation, Father Juan Bautista writes, quote, There are magicians who call themselves Teki Utla Aske, and also by the term Nanawaltin, who conjure the clouds when there is danger of hail, so the crops may not be injured. They can also make a stick look like a serpent, a mat like a centipede, a piece of stone like a scorpion, and similar deceptions. Others of these Nanawaltin will transform themselves to all appearances into a tiger, a dog, or a weasel. Others again will take the form of an owl, a rooster, or a weasel, and when one is preparing to seize them, They will appear now as a rooster, now as an owl, and again as a weasel. They call themselves Nanawaltin. The type of animal used has to do with the day on which the conjurer was born, as each day in the Mesoamerican calendar is associated with a specific animal. It is unclear from Father Bautista's writings if the person practicing Nawalism is claiming to actually turn into these animals, or if he is casting spells on witnesses to make others believe he is shape-shifting into something else. The practice of Nawalism was not completely erased during the Spanish colonial period for curious reasons. When the Spanish Inquisition ramped up in the Spanish colonies of the Americas, the primary focus of the Inquisitors were the Europeans, or mixed bloods, who were part of the European society of the New World. No great attention was paid to the Indians, especially those living their traditional ways away from the urban centers, because, 
they were seen as ignorant and, quote, not knowing any better, end quote. Over the long course of the colonial period, the concept of the Nawal thus became better documented by those who wished to learn more about the Mesoamerican natives. Another primary source observation about the Nawal from a Spanish historian, Orozco Ibera, writing in the latter colonial period, states, quote, The Nawal is generally an old Indian with red eyes, who knows how to turn himself into a dog, woolly, black, and ugly. The female witch can convert herself into a ball of fire. She has the power of flight, and at night will enter the windows and suck the blood of little children. These sorcerers will make little images of rags or of clay, then stick into them the thorn of the maguey and place them in some secret place. You can be sure that the person against whom the conjuration is practiced will feel pain in the part where the thorn is inserted. There still exist among them the medicine men who treat the sick by means of strange contortions, call upon the spirits, pronounce magical incantations, blow upon the part where the pain is, and draw forth from the patient thorns, worms, or pieces of stone. They know how to prepare drinks which will bring on sickness, and if the patients are cured by others, the convalescents are particular to throw something of their own away, as a lock of hair or a part of their clothing. Those who possess the evil eye can, by merely looking at children, deprive them of beauty and health, and even cause their death. For most of the recorded history of this phenomenon, the Nawal has been considered a powerful person who, through the use of what is collectively known as witchcraft, changes into an animal or causes other people to think that he or she has changed. The term Nawal has also been used by some Mesoamerican groups to denote a lifetime spirit guide represented by a real-world animal. The notion that the Nawal is a cryptid or unknown animal is a more recent belief, as old memories of the real meanings of Nawalism have died out or become murky down through the generations. Folk tales of legendary beasts and shapeshifters have changed over time and have developed into the mysterious creatures we have today. Those claiming sightings of large, hairy, snarling, feline, or dog-like creatures in Mexico may have something altogether different on their hands, not even related to anything conjured from old Indian magic. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mexico Unexplained. Please go to our website for references, illustrations, and for free access to transcripts of past shows. We appreciate your kind attention. Until next time, thank you and gracias.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained with host Robert Bitto. For show summary, relevant links and commentary, please check out our website at mexicounexplained.com. Like us on Facebook and be a part of the conversation. Adios and hasta la vista.